Today on Big Tech Small Biz, part two of our fascinating interview with former NFL running back Jackie Battle. We continue the interview by discussing Jackie's transition to life outside the NFL and the amazing story of becoming a philanthropy franchisee. Be sure to subscribe by searching Big Tech Small Biz in your favorite podcasting app or at cgmradio.com slash big techs. And now, part two of our interview with Jackie Battle. That moment, I was like, yeah, I, I need to be done. I, I started feeling kind of miserable, you know, going to do something I didn't want to do every day. Um, so it was time. It was time to walk away. And so did how, what was that like transitioning from the pro-life to then civilian life, <laughs> civilian life, so to speak? Yeah, um, the transition was better than I expected because you always hear about when guys retire, a couple stats that they told us when I first went in. I'll never forget them. They said 78% of guys two years out of the league are broke or divorced. Mm. 78%. Oh. So people have a very hard time transitioning because imagine you playing football since you were five. That's all you knew. Mm-hmm. That's all you've ever done your whole life. You, you, I mean, little league, middle school, high school, college, pro, that's it. And then all of a sudden, that's taken away. And a lot of guys' identity is just stripped. They don't know who they are anymore. And I think that's why, like, me being a believer helped so much because my identity was never found in that game. I mean, it wasn't originally, but when, once I became a believer, my identity was found in Christ. And, like, I knew who I was in him. That game did not, did, was not who I was. Amen. And that's what I always tell guys, like, like, your identity is not in this game. That game can be taken away from you any moment. An injury can happen at any time and then done. And those guys, like, they're lost. I've seen a lot of guys. I mean, I know guys have been out. When did I retire? I retired in 14. I have a friend of mine that retired the same year, and he's still struggling because that's, that's his identity was in that game. He's still trying to find ways back in the game. Um, but, yeah, I think identity is a huge deal. So my transition wasn't that bad compared wow. to most. What did you do? Did you, did you guys move here or were you already here? Oh, well, we're, we're both from Humble. Um, so you so, always lived here. Yeah, I bought. We bought a house in um, in Humble in 2010. We never lived in it because we were playing. Uh, we were out um, out of state usually. But once we retired, we moved back and we just spent time with family. I mean, we spent two years just traveling and doing family. So we always say we were the busiest unemployed people we ever knew. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, so we you, served the church. I mean, we yeah. we were always doing something. So you had like a you had like a two year version of what we're experiencing right now as a culture. <laughs> and you know what? And I said without God, the, I said God well, prepared us for this. With we travel. were ready. Yeah. <laughs> with travel, right. <laughs> yeah, we were ready. That's what we keep saying like it's like me and my wife, we we'd been through this before. Yeah. <laughs> so after after a couple years of kind of catching up with life and family and and taking a break and you know kind of um, you know, doing what we're supposed to do, which is, you know, t- having a season for rest and having a season for work. When did you start getting inspired to get back into, you know, the marketplace? And what was so, what was the catalyst for that? Well, we, me and my wife, we kind of made an agreement and said, you know what, we're not going to do anything for a couple of years. So we, we said two years, we gave ourselves a deadline, said at this two-year mark, we're going to kind of figure out, we're going to start figuring out what we want to do. And we kind of talked about it during those two years, but nothing really... Um, piqued both of our interest and then um at that two-year mark my mother-in-law she said um what about owning a philanthropy and I didn't know what a philanthropy was and then they kind of told me it was a little boutique in Franklin Tennessee when I was playing for the Titans and um I went and looked it up I went up I went and looked up the the store and I get to the website and 
it I was confused because they weren't selling any clothes on the website. I was like, I thought it was a clothing boutique. Like it, the whole website that we've they've restructured it now, but at that time the website was just about the mission. That's all that was on the website, the mission. I was like, like what kind of boutique is this? <laughs> so I emailed the lady and um her name's Christina Martin. I emailed her and I kind of just told my story and just kind of said, you know, I I don't know what philanthropy is. My wife really seems to love it. I'd love to sit down with you. What do you think about franchising? And um, uh, she ended up calling me, and I flew up there the next week, which was crazy because she said she had gotten off. She had, she'd had this boutique for 10 years, and um, she got she has people every week sending in letters wanting to franchise, and she just said that she felt something different whenever she, she read my letter, my email. Hmm. So I went up there. Um, I kind of went up there and saw the store, fell in love with the concept of it, fell in love with her, fell in love with just everything they were doing ministry-wise. Um and yeah, she agreed to franchise out. So we were her first first franchisees. Oh wow! Yeah, that's wow. cool. I didn't yeah. know that. I, yeah, I, I yeah. figured there were just a ton of no, no. How many? How many are there now? Um, there's there's only three now. Three total. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a pretty unique thing that we can go to philanthropy. It's only like five minutes from here. Yeah, L- legit five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and that's you know, and in full disclosure, my my daughter actually worked for. Uh, for Jackie at, at their store there had a had a wonderful experience. But she, the story behind how that happened was crazy too. Should we say should we tell that? I don't mind. You want to tell it? Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. I can just say yeah. it real quick. So I was actually so if you're listening to this and you're from the North Houston area, you're familiar with the Woodlands, there's this the Woodlands Mall and specifically the Woodland uh, Market Street at the Woodlands, which is an area of the mall where there are outdoor stores you can walk around and so forth. And I was actually inside the Tesla store because I was, you know, looking at Teslas or whatever. And uh, and so I, I, I'm in there, and as I'm walking out, <clears throat> I see a, a few people that are also in the Tesla store looking at the Tesla. I don't know if you remember this like I remember it, but fill in any details. Yeah. Usually when I'm telling a story, my wife has to come in and yeah, yeah. fill in details. <laughs> I forget. But... Um, and so somehow I we end up just I think you my asked, father in law ta- said something to you yeah okay that's yeah. right I thought y'all were with somebody yeah yeah and then um and so I start because we had I think we had ordered one at that point yeah, I yeah, think we yeah. had ordered a Tesla yeah. at that point and so I think y'all just asked me some questions about it and we started talking and and then um and I think at some point you were like hey yeah we're opening. A store next door? Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah. Well, we were moving. We we were moving locations, and we were there that night. We were going to pray over the store because we were opening the next day. So me and my wife, my family, and then her family, and then right. a couple yeah. of our employees, yeah. I think, um, we were going to pray over the store the, ne- the day before we opened, and then that's when we met you. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. hey, you want to come over yeah, and take it? I'm like, yeah. 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 What the heck? You know, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know you were believers. I didn't know you were a pro football player. I didn't know any of this because yeah. so, you know I'm not a football connoisseur and so we go over there and um uh we just end up talking and stuff and then i, I end up i mean it's so random i end up like praying you prayed over our you store. guys yeah, prayed you over the store this yeah. guy i didn't even <laughs> recognize the store yeah well i don't know what was going on and it just kind of happened that way and then after i pray i think i started showing that start telling you about the store yeah you started that? or something yeah, yeah i think yeah. so i don't know it's all kind of fuzzy yeah, right yeah. now but at one point maybe before after we prayed you were showing me about the store I mean, it was just it was an amazing concept and it was such a and it's such a warm store too. Yeah, philanthropy yeah. it's just such a, a warm inviting it's not uh, cold or anything. Of course, they they actually you know there's crosses and Christian materials and stuff around there as well. The whole concept is, is amazing. But then I, I asked you, um, I asked you, hey, um, 
you know, I've got a daughter that's looking for a job. Are you guys hiring? I say we legit just prayed for one yeah. for an employee. <laughs> wow. Like that, like right before we met you. <laughs> it's amazing. We, we, we had lost a few people when we moved, when we moved locations. We were yeah. closed for so long. Some of our employees needed jobs, so they went and found other jobs. And we, we literally were just praying for an employee like right before we met you. Well, and here's what's crazy. <laughs> I, didn't, hold on, I didn't share the first part of the story. And it's, I don't know if I, I've ever told you this, actually. But the first part of the story is this. I had been hanging out in the middle of Market Street in that grassy area because I had yeah. just come from something. I was just kind of hanging out there. Uh, decompressing. Actually, I had had a kind of a long conversation with someone I was decompressing from. And then I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to get out here because I had to go somewhere else. So as I'm, as I'm walking by the Tesla store, you know, there's philanthropy and then there's Tesla, right? I get a call um, from my mom and we're talking and she, she asks me about it because the, the, the order for the, for the car had been delayed or whatever. And she was curious kind of what the progress yeah. was on it. And, uh, and so like, you know what? I'm walking by the Tesla store. I'll just pop in. I'll just pop in. So I, so I like, I mean, literally, if, if she had called me, let's say 30 seconds later or a minute later or something like that. I think you were like walking that, out of the store whenever we t- said something to you. Were you walking yeah, out? Yeah, well, I was walking out. But before that, like when yeah. I initially walked in, it was because my mom called me 30 seconds before, uh, I, or, I, or literally as I was walking past the store, because she called me right then. I'm like, you know, I'll go, I'll, I'll just pop, pop in. in and check on it. Yeah. If she had literally called me a minute later, this conversation wouldn't have been, wouldn't be happening right now. Yep. My daughter wouldn't have been working there. And so what I told my daughter, I was like, sweetie, Jesus gave you this job. <laughs> you know, this whole thing. We didn't even interview her. She I came know. in the next day, we're like, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. She, I, I was like, how'd the inter- I asked her, how'd the interview, sh- interview go? She said, well, they, two minutes in, they hired me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. Okay, <laughs> it was meant to be. It was, and we didn't even. I didn't. We didn't need an interviewer. We we're just like, no, God sent sent her to us. Yeah, yeah. That is that is that is that's yeah. amazing. You guys felt, and so, but that's just such. I mean, right there, you know, uh, kind of bringing it beyond uh, my family or whatever, but to uh, your faith, right? As a small business owner, it's pretty amazing. From the from the very beginning, you seem to see God answer. Oh, so Answer many. prayer. So many. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, what are what are some things that you saw God do with the business as you were as you were beginning it, as you were had just started it, and obviously, you know, that being one of them. Man, I'll just put it this way: um, I have some things I can't say because of contract stuff, but I'll just say that Market Street has been more than gracious with us than they have. I mean. Like some of the things they've done for us have been, I'm like, only God could have done that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's but but a, like maybe even during the shutdown. Yeah. Even our move. I mean, us moving was was God <clears throat> moving in that. I mean, everything about our store, uh, we've seen God move in every aspect of it. As far as like employees, like with Faith, that she wasn't the only one. Like there's been probably three other girls where similar situation, situations have happened like that. And it's been. We just hired a new girl um, last week. Exact same thing. Um, one of my employees. Um, she's an older lady. We were just told we were looking for somebody, and she said, "You know what? Um, I'm going to call a friend of mine." And I'm not sure. I haven't talked to her in like five or six years, but I know that she had daughters. And anyway, she called her up, and she didn't want to. She didn't talk to her in a long time. And she called. The, she called her up, and she was like, "Man, we were just praying for my daughter to find a job." Like yesterday, wow. Wow. wow! Same thing. We brought her in and we hired her on the spot. <laughs> like <laughs> we're like, you're hired. Um, but God has moved in so many ways, 
in our store. For instance, um, like we have a prayer chapel in our store where customers can write their prayers out and they hang them on our, we have a prayer That's wall. Right. That was one of the first things yeah, I was yeah, so yeah. amazed by. Oh my gosh, That's, yeah. this is like a nice clothing store. They got a prayer wall. What is this? Yeah, so the prayer wall is where we encourage our customers to write prayers out and um, or they can take them. If you're up there reading them, you can take the prayers. We just encourage you to pray for people as well. And um, so many customers have come back in and said, man, God answered this prayer. God answered this prayer. God answered this prayer. And it's like, oh my goodness. Like, Wow. You have, we an answered, you have an answered prayer wall now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. We have a lot of confirmed prayer, uh, yes. prayers. I'm sure a lot weren't confirmed, but we have a lot of answered prayers on that wall. What's the concept? Like, what's the... Um, is this like a... If, what kind of concept? Is this like a Tom's Shoes concept? Or what, how would yeah, you describe you philanthropy? Yeah, I guess you can say that. So the concept is like... I'll put it this way. So we do sell clothes, but I didn't get into, I don't know nothing about clothes. I'm like, I have no style, like nothing. Um, I obviously didn't see myself selling women's clothes like after <laughs> after retirement. But we that's not our emphasis. We always say it's not about the clothes. Um, we're there to minister to people. We're there to encourage people. Like every customer that comes, we pray almost every day. And, and our prayer is that we encourage every customer that comes in our door. We want them to leave different. In some way, we want them to leave inspired, encouraged. We want them to know the gospel, if if possible. Um, our emphasis is on prayer. We pray every single day over the wall. I mean, over all the prayers that are up there, we pray um, over everything. It's it, the emphasis is prayer and giving. We strive to be an expression of God's love through prayer, giving, and fashion. So we want we we want to be an encouragement to the community. So we give ten percent of all of our sales goes back to different different ministry partners that we partner with. Um, nice. And we kind of change it up, um, kind of quarter to quarter on who we partner with. Um, right now, it's been we don't have any partners as of right now because of everything that's going on. Right. But over the years, we've partnered with um, um, Compassion United, which is in Conroe. They do a homeless ministry. Canopy, which is a um, cancer survivorship, um, where they help care for um, cancer patients. We've partnered with um, Samaritan's Feet. They do sh- they they um, give away shoes to people all over the country, all over the world. Partner with um, We See Abilities. They 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 they're with um, special. They do a lot for special needs. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. We, we just find a bunch of different partners, and um, we try to partner with them not just by giving them funds, but we try to serve alongside them. We want to be the hands and feet with them. So it's not a just about not just about the giving money, but we want to serve alongside them as well. I love it. Yep. So um, how, this is probably the question that a lot of people are going to have is how how have you handled this whole retail shutdown? I mean, this must have been a real gut punch for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things, man, like when you – one of the most comforting verses to me is like all things work together for the good, and you kind of have to find the good. Like what is God trying to do in all this? Mm-hmm. Not just everything that's happening in society, but even with our business. I'm like, what's he trying to show us right now? Um, so a lot of it has just been trying to figure that out. What um, have you learned so far? Like, I'm I'm very curious. In like, business what are, or in uh, in in like general? Just the whole the whole picture. Like, what what are the things that so far? What are the big takeaways that you've? What are the things you've? I think heard? the big. The, I think the biggest takeaway for me during this whole shutdown has been to slow down and to slow down, and all the stuff that we care about that is not that important. We, especially in America, we we deal with a lot of first world problems. You know what I mean? Like Indeed. things that are yeah, like devastating to us is nothing to somebody else. Like this, 
I mean, just water, clean water. I mean, mm. there's so many things we take for granted, and, and, yes. I'm, and I'm I'm just grateful for all those things. It, uh, like it just this whole shutdown has really brought a lot of those things to light. Yeah. Um, Amen. And not just that, it's it's helped us become better disciples, the, uh, better at discipling our kids. It's like all of all of this stuff is happening, and like, man, we got to get in our word. Right. They don't like have the, Sunday school yeah, anymore. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you're the you're I'm the like, Sunday school man, teacher. Like, we always say we don't have time for all this stuff. We don't have time to get in the word, but God is like, okay, you have time now. What's your excuse? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just to slow down, and 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 there's so many things that I, I cared about or worried about that really don't matter. When you said that, my mind went back to a couple months ago. I was kind of just like philosophizing a little bit of to my wife I said maybe God's doing a year of jubilee for his people and and she thought the same thing um and she's like well maybe it is cuz like a couple, couple of days later I forgot I said that and she's like well I thought you said maybe this was a year of jubilee why are you worried about work why are you worried about money I'm like well we still have a mortgage you know the year of, <laughs> year of jubilee didn't uh, erase erased all the debts too you didn't have to worry about payment and um but then what's so crazy is like we discovered that we could not pay our mortgage for a couple months. Like if we chose to yeah, yeah. take advantage of that that offering of like you can delay your mortgage for three months or however long. And we actually did it. We're like, okay, well, we'll we'll delay the mortgage. So we don't actually have a mortgage. Now it is a year so, jubilee. So then yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. I'm, and like taxes have been pushed back till the end of the year. And there's a lot of things happening, just not because like the governors are thinking of the year, the government is not thinking of the year of Jubilee. They're just doing things. It's happening and that way. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, so every like doubt I had before two months ago about, well, I don't know if this is a year of Jubilee. The more things that it's happen, confirmed. the more <laughs> I'm like, this might be a year <laughs> yeah. of Jubilee for, for his people. Um, so yeah, that's, I, cause I struggle every day. I go from like, Thank you, Lord, for all these blessings. Thank you that I don't have to work. Thank you that that you know we have food and water. And thank you that I'm able to spend more time with my kids. And I have this long gratitude list. But then I, I you know, I shift back into kind of sometimes worry and like, yeah. well, what am I going to do if this goes on for you know another year or six more months? Or what if schools never open again? And go into the what if scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I find myself constantly like, you know, kind of battling my doubt and my fear with. Well, God's promises are true, yep. and He is doing a new work, and it's very clear that He's blessing us in so many ways. That what if game can be dangerous, because a lot of time, a lot of stuff you're worrying about never happens. Yeah, and you're worried for no reason. Yeah, what if they force everyone <laughs> yeah, to? What yeah. if they? What if they send police to vaccinate our children? And, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, is that really? But it's a thing hard that's not to play happen? the what if game. It's hard not yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is, it is okay. Sure. Well, thanks for sharing about your your uh, kind of. As, as, how you've been navigating this whole like lockdown, and you're obviously the store's back in business. We've been open since we've been able to. It's probably been two weeks now. I want to say, yeah, yeah. And so, weeks. so like for me as a business owner, uh, and making no income for the last two months because uh, we rent to schools and schools are closed. Um, my mind goes to like, well, what other ideas do we need to be pursuing? Like as a company, we need to diversify in case like this happens again. And what can I, like my, my creative side just starts going. Have you, have you guys been discussing any like ways to branch off or to have any um, new ideas come along? Not really, man. You know, so we're in a little bit of a unique situation because as far as um, 
like keeping the the business afloat financially, like, I mean, I've been tremendously blessed. I mean, I had a really good career. So like, we're not stressing that hard. Like we're able to float it. Right. Um, so I think my situation is a little bit different. My, like my back's not against the wall. Like, like a lot of small business owners, like right, some people right. are like, Oh my God, we got to do something. Like <laughs> there's bills. <laughs> right. You don't um, feel the panic. Yeah. I don't feel the kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. So we're just kind of, like you said, rolling with the punches until, you know, everything gets quote unquote back to normal. But I guess we should take more advantage because this is the time where you, your creative juices should be flowing. Like when your back's against the wall, that's the best time. Well, I would love <laughs> it if you guys – do you have a website? Um, yes. So you and, could uh, potentially put those keys up for sale if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking I want to go, on go online right now. And probably by the time this thing gets published, you could have it. I don't, know if, that's even, I don't know if that's too quick turnaround for you guys. Well, possibly. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I know my, my <laughs> nine-year-old – Luke, he he has been begging me for one of those keys. Really? He, I, I, it is the weirdest thing. He can have this one. <laughs> yeah. Are you I mean, serious? Well, I was gonna go and buy one, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, you can have that one. I was gonna go buy <laughs> no, one no, for him. Okay. Well, I will. I appreciate this. No I will take problem. this. I will give it to him. I will let him know. Good, good. That the How owner Faith didn't get him get him one. I, 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 well, yeah, I don't know, because she'd rather us buy him one. Yeah, yeah. You got a discount. You got a discount. So you get yeah. a key, you're supposed to pay it forward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I'm going I'm to give it to Lou. But he is, I, and it's just so funny. He's been so obsessed with this key. And he they're, had, they're awesome, though. I had no idea that there was that story well, we, behind we've this. We've probably given away more keys than we sold because... Our stores, like I said, our store is a little different. You're not just a customer. Like we engage our we engage our customers and we have conversations with them. Before you know it, you're like, you need this key. Like we yeah. take one, like we want to give him a key. So wow. we've, we've given away a ton of keys. That's cool. We're and, not very good business owners. Yeah. We give away a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, if you're listening to the podcast, you need to come into philanthropy and buy a key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy philanthropy. Some Don't come in with a sob story and try <laughs> to get one. No. At Market Street in the Woodlands, Texas, buy a key. And you might want to buy some clothes, too, yeah, right? Don't got... buy a Tesla next door and then come in next door to philanthropy and say, hey, any free keys? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. If you just bought a Tesla, you can buy at least one key. There you go. Yeah, no, but, uh, but you know, I... The, the word is, as we've been talking to business owners and, and you know, doing this podcast and our own business experience, you know, the word that just kind of comes to mind and I, and I hope is something that really kind of spreads out into the, the ethos, so to speak, of Christian small business owners is, is the idea of a business-tree. You know, Tori, the, the idea of a business and ministry together that we don't, uh, we don't see our businesses as necessarily just, you know, we make, this is where we make our money. And then over here is our ministry or no, they whatever. Coincide. They're side you know what I'm side, saying? Yeah. I, but and I just feel like your your store has just been uh, and, and and just your story and what you're doing is just an incredible example of I think other small business leaders can learn from of like just a businessry in action, um, just the way that the, the outreach and and even the products that you carry in the store and so forth. And I'm sure companies like Hobby Lobby really, in a lot of ways, are probably an inspiration to you. And that would be a question I would have: What what companies have there? Are there other companies that are kind of an inspiration? Obviously, besides philanthropy, the people yeah, who yeah. started it, but that of care or businessmen or businesswomen that are uh, an inspiration to you as a small business owner. You know, that question is a little different for the fact that like. I know we run a business, but I, I don't view it as a business. I view it as a ministry. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's wow. kind of... That's, that's cool. Um, like I said, I'm not a very good businessman, obviously. <laughs> um, no, but- I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. Look at Mattress Mac. 
You yeah, know? yeah. Think of how good of a businessman he is, and yeah. he does crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. That's just for the good of his community. And you know, when we first opened, when we first opened, um, you know, when market, when we first opened Market Street, you know, we were the new store, so there was a lot of buzz, and all the shop owners and managers were coming over just to stop by and see the oh, new that's store. That's cool. That's cool. And um, one of the shop owners, she said, um, she said, "You're a good salesman." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "I'm not trying to sell you anything, because you know, when you come in the store, I didn't just, I wasn't trying to sell her anything. I, I." I shared our mission with her mm. and walked her around the store like personally. I walked around the store, told her what this was, what this was, what this was. And she viewed it like, I guess in a way I was trying to sell our ministry, I guess. Yeah. Um, tell your story. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I did. And you always hear like stories is what sell. Like yeah. I didn't know that at the time, but that's what happens. Stories do sell and people like the story. They're willing to support you. And that's well, kind of been our business model, I guess. Yeah. Like, and God gives favor to those that are open handed. Like the more I more I'm tight with everything, the more I try to hold on to everything and see it as a business. I got to make money. The usually the le- less blessed I am because I'm relying yeah, on my own yeah. strength. But it sounds like you guys are constantly submitting, hiring people. You know, any kind of rent that needs to be paid. Man, You're submitting that to the Lord you constantly. Talk about favor, man. It's it's we, we we're highly favored. I mean, it's it's been. We shouldn't be around. Like our store, our little store shouldn't shouldn't be able to make it in Market Street. Right. It's very very expensive there. <laughs> this is the cool. Just so people know, and they have a frame of reference, the Market Street area, of the Woodlands, there's a Louis Vuitton is the there. coolest like, part of <laughs> yeah. the entire Woodlands. Yes. When we went there, when we first moved here from Illinois, we were like, we have to move near this community. This because Market Street is so incredible. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right next door to Tesla. I know. Now I got a Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) That space costs you at Market Street more ways than one, more ways than one, right? No, I love it. But yeah, think of all the savings and fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I justify it. But like a a coach, um, or I mean, I believe there's a coach in there. I mean, just these very expensive, you know, kind of what you would see. There's not many mom and pop shops there. Uh -uh. And you know what? That's what's intriguing right now is. I think a lot of these corporately owned shops are following like their corporate guidelines. So most of Market Street isn't open. Only the mom and pop shops are pop mom and pop shops are open. So like there's only like three of us that are open right now. Wow. Wow. Just because we have like the we can do it. You know, we're we don't yeah. we're not listening to anybody. We don't have to get orders from somebody else. Um so a lot of people are just trying to get out and there's only three options to shop at. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting a lot of new customers. So that's a that's one positive. Yeah. With it is we're getting a lot of new customers that we didn't have before. Oh, that's incredible. Do you have a big open sign now in front? Because now stores have to tell people we're actually open. I got the door open and we have a little plaque outside that says faith over fear. You gotta do it. That's what we got. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we were by there the other day. I saw that. Of course we were with Faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we I'm like, Faith, you gotta sign next get a picture next to the Faith Over Fear sign. And she and she wasn't interested. She's not into because she knows her Her name. name, I know. It's just easy pickings for puns. It just is. Well my last name's battle, so I experience it (laughs) all the time. And you were an NFL football player. I I was gonna bring it up, but I decided (laughs) not to. You brought it up first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. Not for me. I mean, anything that you, you would like, you would like to say to small business owners out there, a word of encouragement or any anything that would be. Uh, well, I would just continue, just just like my, our sign says, faith over fear. I mean, continue to walk in faith. Don't be afraid of what's going, and and look at it as a learning, a learning, a chance to learn. And like you were saying, this is a time when your juices can be flowing. It can completely change 
how your business this can completely redirect how you do business because i know it's redirecting a lot a lot on how we do life i mean with the zoom calls and there's you know life has changed so much (laughs) but i think there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this more good than bad to be honest with you yeah um so i think if you if you look at it from that perspective and and you chase those those good things um it could change your business drastically amen amen all right well Jackie, it has been an Thank absolute pleasure. Thank you so pleasure. much for having me. Oh, man, it's been a ton of fun. It's Thank you great. for being here. It's been good. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this week's edition of the Big Tech Small Biz Podcast. Be sure to check us out online, cgmradio.com slash big techs. Email us, comments, questions, guest ideas, big techs at cgmradio.com. Have a blessed, blessed week, and we'll see you guys next time.